This is episode 179 and I'm talking all about how to stand out and be known for something in the online space. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, storyteller, digital nomad, and founder of Content Queen and a travelers.co. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful aligned marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. How are we all? I am recording this from countryside Spain. And, uh... Fabulous. We're literally staying in a house that like reminds us of Harry Potter. It's it's great. It's uh loving it. But I want to talk about today how sort of how to stand out and, and be known for something. It, it's sort of this concept of controversy, but with a twist. And I'm gonna share my own experience with this and then my journey, and then I'm going to share some strategies and things to help you. So obviously we can see online that some people deliberately create something controversial because they know they're going to be seen and they're going to stand out. And yeah, obviously it's going to create impact for their business, for their personal brand, whatever that looks like. But I also know that we're not all completely comfortable doing that. And there's some things that we might have an opinion on, but it might not necessarily be controversial. So this is where this concept comes in of I'm a fence sitter and I've always been a fence sitter. I've always seen sides to stories. I haven't gone like, you know, if someone says this, I go, oh yeah, great. And if someone says that, I say, oh yeah, great. And then obviously I make my own sort of assumption about everything going on and it's sort of sit somewhere in the middle um obviously depending on the topic but this is you know if we're going down like the business route and and all those things there's some things that i definitely know like no i would never do that that is just not my thing but then also i know like never say never and you know you just don't know what's going to happen so i always really struggle with being a fence sitter because i thought well in this online space like being a fence sitter might be considered as not being able to stand out because you don't have a strong opinion, but you're also not prepared to rock the boat. Like I would never want to purposely go out to offend a group of people for what they call clout, which is to be seen, to have influence, but also to improve my business. It's just not something I want to do. It's not in my nature. I don't feel comfortable doing that. So that's where this like conversation comes up where I think to myself, okay, well, what does this mean? And what does this look like? Because that's not part of my personality but I also know that a lot of people are doing it. So it's almost like a trend thing, right? So then it got me thinking, well, I can be controversial in the way that, well, or different because I'm a fence sitter. So I, I'm not going to do the things that like are going to make me look controversial or things like that because I am a fence sitter. So I'm going to step in that power and stand out in that way. And I think that when I realized that I could become comfortable 
with what I share online without, you know, purposely going out to strongly disagree with someone or, you know, all those things. And that was really relieving for me. And I imagine there's some people listening like, yes, I feel the same. I don't want to be like standing on my pedestal, you know, shoving people down because or shutting people down because they have an opinion about something else and I'm over the other side. But I actually can see their opinion or maybe I don't, but I'm just not about going out there and being super controversial and shutting everyone down and being that quote unquote big personality online because it's not who I am. And I totally relate and that's how I feel. And yeah, I I might be extroverted. I might have a strong personality in a room of people, things like that, but I'm not prepared to go online and shut people down and yeah, and, and some people might think, oh, well, okay, that that's just not going to work out. And I don't think that's completely true because everyone's using content in different ways. You know, some of us, like, going viral isn't always the end goal. And it's not for me. It's just, like, you know, being a thought leader and going out there and helping the people that resonate with me and my story. So that was, like, the concept of being a fence-sitter. And then you kind of step into your own personal power anyway and you do step on that box. And then rather than shutting people down, you can just have an engaging two-way conversation with them. And yeah, I think having this realization really helped me and I imagine it might help others that aren't prepared to like, yes, you might have a strong opinion as well on something, but maybe that's just not in your nature to be controversial or to yeah, step on that pedestal and shut others down so it was like the first thing that came up for me recently and then I could combine that with things that have come up in the past so I might have mentioned a story when I went out for lunch with an entrepreneur and he told me about this um, illustrator comedian who wasn't the best drawer and he wasn't the best comedian but he put them together to make something quite unique and that sort of stemmed the catalyst for me going okay well I really love storytelling I really love strategy and they are two things I can bring together which also I was able to bring together and create Content Bootcamp, which is my signature course, um, Seven Steps to Building a Content Strategy. And in there is that storytelling element, which I think makes it stand out and unique to other courses. And I think that's where we can bring in that like uniqueness into there. And that's part of my business. That's what I want to be known for. So that was something that come up from the past as well. And so these two concepts are like, okay, cool. I've got the fact that, yes, I am not prepared to shut people down. I am a fence sitter. I can see two, you know, sides to the coin. Um, I'm going to step into that in my personal power and then blending the strategy and the storytelling, which are those two things that I want to be known for. And that helped me reassess my why and my mission, why I'm doing what I'm doing and what's yet the mission around my business. And I was currently doing a course, the Business Accelerator, um, which was, one mentioned on a podcast episode with the amazing Letissa Andrak, who's a client of mine and my coach. And I can put the link in the show notes to the course, but I don't think it's running as I'm currently recording this. It's in motion. So you might need to wait for it to relaunch if you want to do it. But it helped me step into what is the mission of the business. And that's where I came up with this concept of, okay, well, I want people to I want to help people create depth in their content. I don't want it to just be like, here's this like generic piece of content, um, you know, for engagement. I want it to be, I'm a deep person. I want the content to be deep. I want it to go into things that people are really passionate about. The clients I've worked with, whether it be in the past 
or right now we go deeper and we we're creating a story we're creating a brand and that's what I want to help with rather than like surface level content I want it to you know really help build trust really help build connection inspire others all of that so that really helped me like come up with this why which then led me to sort of strengthening like my content as well so that was a really powerful exercise like reassessing my why which is to help people live a more free lifestyle but then also like create impact so that's where like that sort of purpose-led content can come in and then the saving time is done through the strategy and the strategy also helps build more deeper content so it was like all full circle moments it's quite interesting and then I was like cool well this is like how I stand out this is something quite innovative and I can talk about this in my content I can continue to relay this message that I've already done and rather than being controversial there's like a little bit of a twist to it it's just like standing out in my own thought leadership so that was the story that really led into um, this episode and this is why it's important to remember that in business like or even with marketing whatever the work is never done we're always learning we're always evolving and what you might not know now, you'll know in the future. And then even in the future, there's things you won't know. So it's just like continue to evolve in that process and remembering that like what we're creating now is just going to grow and get stronger. But we don't know that until we grow it more. So you've got to keep going. So I want to share like a few things that I guess can help you then go, okay, well, how am I going to stand out? And, and what does that look like for me in this online space with my content? And obviously the content is like, the root of standing out so like that's what you use to communicate that message to then stand out so building a strategy around that and um then the actual messaging is what's going to help you stand out and the content is the platform so the first thing is like going back to your why and your mission around your business and that's like business foundational work that's branding foundational work like that's like core to your business and if you have done it go over it again and make sure your content is in alignment with that if you haven't done it think about your why and your mission um and you know what you want to achieve in the business because when you know that it helps you create content around that because then you know your your message you know what your brand's here to create makes it a lot easier to create content as well so once you've kind of done that you then want to build a content marketing strategy. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of a few elements that are in my content marketing strategy right now, which is called my content buckets. But if you want to learn more about that, then you can definitely um, check out the workshop that we do every month. Um, we have one running June 20. So you can join that one. Or if you're like, okay, I just want to dive straight into that's just sort of an overview on content strategy. If you're like, I know what content strategy is, I'm really ready to just like start doing the work. Uh, Content Bootcamp is perfect for that. And it's now like open for anyone to purchase. Um, it was sort of more about help, helping those along the journey of the workshop, but it is my signature course. It will be a sponsor of this show when I sort of build that um, out. But yeah, you can join that. The link is in the show notes if you want to check out Content Bootcamp. It's the way to get started uh, really with building this strategy to help you stand out. So what I teach is content buckets. So it's finding what you believe in. Now in your content buckets, I'm not going to go into detail about everything about content buckets because you've got things like what are the core content buckets, you know, the things you're known for. People know that like, okay, mine's content marketing. But you want to go deeper into like what you truly believe in and what messages that you want to share. 
So mind being storytelling, mind being strategy, some other things that I'm really um, passionate about sharing is the fact that, you know, you want to find that unique channel for you. And that's where you start becoming super intentional with the marketing that you have in your business. So for me, I have a free resource on strategy. I have a free resource on storytelling. I have a free resource on finding the right channel for you. And they're sort of like core things that I talk about. And I'll repeat those things that I talk about because that's what I want to be known for. So offerings in my business, whether it be free, paid, my podcast, my content, all stems around these core buckets. And these like buckets of content are made up of what I want to, what I believe in, what I want to be known for, but lead back to the why and the mission of my business. So you can start to see a theme of it all being consistent. So once you're like, okay, what do I believe in? What do I want to be known for? You start to work on the branding message, the message of your brand, the core message. So what do you want people to know? It was so amazing. I messaged a woman on Instagram um, recently because she signed up to my workshop and I love to like connect with the people that come to the workshop and just send them a message before just to learn more about their business because I like to tailor the workshops based on people's businesses and the sooner I know that, the better. And I want to read to you what this woman said because I think it's quite powerful and I said to her like, is this one of your like branding um, messages? And she's like, oh, no, it's not actually. And I'm like, it needs to be because it was quite cool. So she said to me, um, I'd messaged her and then I said, like, I love that you're a systems person. Um, what, like, what ones do you use the most? And she said, creating anything that makes more sense is pretty much my love language. And I just love that, like, you know, little branding message. And I was like, please put that somewhere because that's amazing. Like, put it on your website, put it on your um, in your marketing, like whatever. Like, I love that. So whilst yours might not be like a one-liner, it's like, what are the core messages that you want to bring in? So, you know, mine being like storytelling and strategy and how they work together. Um, I talk about things like conversion and connection. So there's like these, these elements that I use when I'm writing content, when I'm um, creating podcasts, when I'm building offerings. It's all stemmed around these like branding messages. And this creates two things like consistency, but also it helps you with repurposing. And it's not lazy to repurpose a message because it's consistent branding. And that's what you want to do. You want to continue having that message. You might tailor it in different ways. Like you might share it in different ways. You know, in my strategy, the way I teach buckets, pillars, themes, like all the bits that make up my strategy. I always have different ways of like sharing that or explaining that, but it all leads back to the one core message around content strategy. So Work on that branding message once you know what you want to be known for. And you might have a couple and you might like, it might not be, as I said, a sentence or a paragraph. It might just be concepts that you pull from. And when you are creating content or when you are building out offerings, they are all aligned to that like kind of core message. So when people are seeing like what you're doing, it all makes sense. Like it's not all confusing and they know exactly what you do, what you stand for, what you want to create. And I think like, how you know this is working is when, for example, someone's introducing you in your business and they introduce it the exact way that you want it to be introduced. Like every time I join a podcast or I'm connected with someone, they might say like, you know, she really is the content queen. She loves talking about strategy and storytelling. Or when someone says like, you're, you know, um, 
the queen of storytelling or whatever, when people say those things, I'm like, oh my God, my messaging's working because they're saying the words that I want to be known for. So that's kind of how you work that out. And then the next thing I want to talk about and think about is, yeah, blending this into your content strategy. So when you are creating, like mapping out the types of content that you're going to create across, you know, certain channels or whatever that topic's going to be, you pull from those elements. Like I'm always going back to the things that I teach and I'm known for. And it's not being repetitive. It's just consistently sharing that to someone because education theory states we need to hear something 200 times. Yes, I heard this in a book that I read and I was very shocked, but it's true. Education theory states that we need to hear something 200 times. It's like marketing, there's touch points. Like we need to keep hearing the same messages before they'll sink in. It's like every time with my mentor, she'll tell me something six months ago and it doesn't sink in until like six months later, if not longer sometimes. She's like, yep, we spoke about that six months ago. So remember your audience will hear things in different ways, will interpret things differently, all that. So you need to blend this into the content you're creating. When you've worked out what are those core things I want to be known for, what are those things? Because these are the things that help you stand out. These are the things that you become known for. And it's not creating controversy. It's just creating consistency and it's creating a brand. Essentially what you're doing is you're creating a brand. That's what it is. So once you've blended it into your content strategy, you always want to find new ways to deliver it and share it and always go back to those core things you teach. And trust me, they will grow and evolve over time. How I taught strategy two years ago is very different to how I teach it now. Obviously, things evolve, things change. But it's always going back to the same concepts, like the same thing that I want to be known for and I'm passionate about, which is the content marketing, the strategy. And, you know, I've now started to bring the storytelling in in more recent years, although it's been... um, one and a half years now since I sort of like purposely added it into my content. So you want to blend it into the strategy. And then, as I mentioned, you want to talk about it. And then you want to talk about it again because education theory states we need to hear something 200 times before it'll sink in. So you want to keep talking about it and sharing it. And that's why we like need to be passionate about what we teach because we're going to sound like a broken record. But you're going to sound more like a broken record to you than anyone else because you're the one hearing it. You're the one seeing it. And I feel like I don't need to keep saying it, but I do because everyone needs that reminder. Like you're lucky if 20% of your audience is going to see your content at any given moment, like lucky, you know, and we had Amy come on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and talked about like a big mentor that she works with that has quite a big following said, who remembers my last five posts and not one person could put their hand up. Like, We need to remember, we kind of need to bring our ego down a little bit and go like, not everyone's getting our message, but then also people are interpreting our message differently. Like we know that, like Chinese whispers, when someone hears something, when it goes into their brain, it's not registering as what you wanted them to register it. So you have to keep explaining, keep sharing, keep finding new ways, making those like assumptions of like different ways that you're going to share your core message and then keep, keep going. Like, I just had a podcast interview on Podcast Babes with Anne and Anne's going to be on our podcast in the next couple of weeks. And I talked about this, like, you know, we, marketing is this big iteration process and when it ends, it's because we've ended our business and we're retiring or whatever. Like, we're always finding out new things and I think you just have to accept the fact that you're always going to learn 
new ways to do something and new ways to market your business and new ways to grow it. So they're the core things. Um, I'm going to summarize them. Go back to your why and your mission in your business. Find out what you want to be known for based on what you believe in and create those into kind of content buckets. And you can add some unique ones in there too, like things that you might not share all the time. For example, mine with travel, right? I don't believe, like I don't have an opinion around travel, but it's something that I want to be known for as a digital nomad. Then you want to work on your branding messages and sort of play around with those um, different ways of explaining things, but just like kind of come up with keywords of things that you want to be known for and blend it into your content strategy. Find new ways to share it and then continue to talk about it and just keep talking about it until you stop being in business. So as I mentioned, like this episode come off the back of like me thinking, well, like why do I have to shut people down or come up with these like really bold statements to be quote unquote successful in business? And I don't, I don't have to be. And, you know, there's lots of things out there at the moment. Um, Well, it's been here for a long time, you know, big bold statements of you can make, you know, X amount of dollars and all these promises. And if that is also bro marketing, but um. If you're not comfortable with that, you don't have to share those things in that way. And it's just finding ways that you want to share, but stepping into your power in that way. And like, if you're a event sitter and like, you don't have like an aggressive opinion about your industry, but you have a thought that you want, like, or even if you do have an aggressive opinion, you don't have to be aggressive about how you share it, you know, like we can find ways to do it in what in what feels aligned to us because if you are sharing it in an aggressive way and you're not an aggressive person like it's not gonna work anyway you know you're not gonna stand out so finding the ways to create content that's unique to you is very very important um and i think the biggest takeaway but yeah what do you what do you what are your buckets what do you want to be known for like come and tell me come over to instagram tell me i'd love to know um or if you're kind of stuck on that and you don't know what that looks like, like join the workshop or join bootcamp because we'll be able to, you know, get those out of you and, and dive deeper into that. Um, so be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging us at content queen Mariah or just simply tell them about it. If you rate and review at whatever platform you're listening to on, I know a lot of you are Apple users, so I know you can very comfortably scroll down and do a little cheeky uh, rate and review, a little message, that would be great. But, you know, let us know. If there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future, I'm here to, for that. Follow us on Instagram, connect with us on TikTok, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.